Internal Revenue Service IRS Tax News. New income ranges for IRA eligibility in 2021. IRS Tax Tip 2020-149, November 4th, 2020. There are cost of living adjustments that may affect a taxpayer's pension plan and other retirement-related savings next year. People should familiarize themselves with these adjustments so they aren't caught off guard. Here are some highlights of the 2021 changes. The income ranges for these actions all increased for 2021, determining the eligibility to make deductible contributions to traditional individual retirement arrangements, contributing to Roth IRAs, and claiming the saver's credit. Taxpayers can deduct contributions to a traditional IRA IRA if they meet certain conditions. If the taxpayer or their spouse was covered by a retirement plan at work, the deduction may be reduced or phased out. So the basic kind of idea of the individual retirement accounts is that you put money into the individual retirement accounts is going to be restricted in some way, shape, or form from you being able to take the money out in exchange for doing that then you're going to get a tax benefit usually when you put the money in. If it's an IRA, you basically get a deduction, above-the-line deduction, or a Schedule One type of deduction, getting a tax benefit at that point. Then when you take the money out at retirement, because you're going to be restricted or you could have penalties to take it out early, because that's the point. They're trying to kind of force you to to keep the money in there till retirement. Then you may be taxed on it at the point in time that you take the money out, and then you have basically a deferral of the taxes for that time period. Now, if you're working somewhere, you might have access to a retirement type of plan already, such as a 401k plan or possibly a 403b plan if you work for the government. These do a similar type of process, but rather than taking an above-the-line deduction or Schedule 1 type of deduction, it's basically just not included in income because box one of your W-2 income will have it taken away already if it's something that's, that doesn't need to be included in income and therefore acts like a deduction, reducing the amount of tax that will be paid at the end of the day. So the idea is that most people uh, might have access, or it used to be at least, that a lot of people had access to a retirement plan through work, a 401k plan or something like that, and, and they're covered on that. But if you don't have access to that, then you've got the individual retirement accounts that basically can do a similar kind of activity for people that don't have access to that kind of benefit through uh, the work. Now, if you have uh, access to the 401k plan at work, then the question is, well, can I do an IRA too? What if I want to do an IRA at the same time and put more money and get a bigger tax benefit if I have the cash flow to do that? Well, that's where some of the phase-outs get a little bit more complicated because there's going to be restrictions there. Well, what if my spouse has access to say, a a 401k plan or a 403b plan, and I don't, but they do, and we're married, so we're kind of like one taxpayer, Uh, Do I can I still put money into an individual retirement plan in that case? That's where it gets kind of complicated, and you get some of these, uh, you got to be careful with with the restrictions in terms of the income limitations and so on and so forth. Back to the tech. If the taxpayer or their spouse was covered by retirement plan at work, the deduction may be reduced or phased out. This reduction goes until the deduction is eliminated. The amount of the deduction depends on the taxpayer's filing status and their income. If neither the taxpayer nor their spouse is covered by a retirement plan at work, the phase-outs don't apply. So that's going to be the, the general idea here is that the retire- the IRA is there basically when you don't have access to, be- to a 401k or some type of retirement plan through uh, the work. If you do have access to the work, then there, there's these limitations. You see these limitations with 
the individual retirement accounts. If you don't have access to some, some retirement accounts at work, then some of these limitations won't, won't, will not apply in that case. So here we go. Here are the traditional IRA phase out ranges for 2021. Remember, we're talking about 2021. So 2020 is going to be filed. You know, this year it's going to be due in April of 2021. Now we're talking about the 2021 IRA phase out. So we have 66,000 to 76,000 single taxpayers covered by a workplace retirement plan. So if you're covered by a workplace retirement plan, single, you're starting to see these phase outs on the, your ability to put money into an, an IRA as well because you have access to a retirement plan at work. So once again, 66,000 to 76,000 for single taxpayers covered by a workplace retirement plan, 105,000 to 125,000. These are married couples filing jointly. So if you're married filing jointly, then of course you're kind of like one single taxpayer, even though you have two people that may well have two, two different employees and may have access then differently to the retirement type options within them. So once again, 105,000 to 125,000 for married couples filing jointly. This applies when the spouse making the IRA contribution is covered by a workplace retirement plan. So you're talking about the spouse that's making the contribution uh, has, has coverage with an, a retirement plan like a 401k plan through the work. Then we have the 198,000 to 208,000 a taxpayer not covered by a workplace retirement plan married to someone who's covered. So now you're talking about a situation where, okay, you've got two spouses. One of the spouses have access to the retirement plan. The other does not. So, but they're married. So they're kind of like one person. So as a joint one person entity, tax entity, they, they are, uh, they have access to at least, you know, uh, the retirement plan, but the other spouse, the one that, that doesn't have access, uh, they, what are their limitations there? So here we go. The 198,000 to the 208,000, a taxpayer not covered by a workplace retirement plan married to someone who is covered, who is covered. So zero to 10,000 married filing a separate return. This applies to taxpayers covered by a workplace retirement plan. So if you're married filing separately and you're looking into these rules, you are highly uh, reduced in terms of what you can do with them with regards to the income limitations. And the IRS is a bit skeptical in some cases with these with these items with some of these kind of items uh when you find when you're married and you choose to file separately because they, they think of you as basically default when you're married you're like one taxable entity you know so they should be filing joint when you file separately the irs may be thinking well you're trying to take advantage of some some kind of thing and they often uh, will then adjust say the income limitations to make it non-beneficial to to do that so you could have like a a penalty or a kind of a, a problem for being married and choosing to file separately in some cases depending on the types of deductions and income limitations so here are the income phase out ranges for taxpayers making contributions to a Roth IRA so remember the Roth IRA is kind of an alteration of the of the general IRA the idea of the IRAs and the retirement accounts is to try to get people to invest for retirement so if you put money into a traditional IRA you're getting a deferral is the idea. But you might think, well, wait a sec, if I'm putting money in right now, uh, then what, what if I'm not paying a lot of taxes right now? Or what if I assume, what if I think that over time taxes are gonna go up and then when I, when I retire, because government just seems to be increasing or something, you know, if you think, if you think taxes are gonna be higher <laughs> when you retire and then you're taking all your money out when the tax rates are higher, uh, then maybe you want to kind of reverse the policy. So maybe you want to say, hey, look, I'd rather pay the taxes now. And then when I take the money out, 
I don't want to pay taxes. I don't want to think about taxes at the end. So the Roth IRA is kind of the reverse of that of that system, and you can put money then into a Roth IRA, or maybe you put money into kind of both a retire a normal retirement plan and a Roth to kind of hedge your hedge your situation and whatnot. So, anyways, these are the limitations for the Roth IRA. So, 125,000 to 140,000 single taxpayers and head of household. 198,000 to 208,000 for married filing jointly, and zero to 10,000 for married filing separately. Here are the income limits uh, for the savers credit, also called the retirement saving contribution credit. 66,000 married filing jointly, 49,500 head of household, 33,000 single and married. Uh, individuals filing separately. More information can be found at the links below, including Notice 2020-79, Roth IRAs, Traditional IRAs, Publication 590A, Contributions to Individual Retirement Arrangements, Traditional and Roth IRAs, and Comparison Chart Terms to Help Taxpayers Better Understand Individual Retirement Arrangements. There's links to these items here. There'll be a link to this in the description.